Hey everyone, today marks the first installment of a new series that I'd like to develop, so please let me know and give me your feedback in the comments below. These are going to be longer videos, but they're going to cover a lot of Old Republic Legends characters, so if you're interested in that kind of stuff, please let me know in the comments below, and hit like if you enjoyed the video at the end. Ask me of my heritage, and I shall tell you. Ask me of my ambitions, and you shall know them. Ask me for my hand in battle, and I shall likely lend you both. But ask me the secrets of Sith alchemy, and I would ask you for three measures of blood. One from a person you love, one from a person you hate, and one from yourself. One of the most powerful Sith magicians during the reign of the Dark Lord of the Sith, Marka Ragnos's rule, Nagasato began his life on the forest planet of Zyost, within the Sith Empire. Surrounded by the Stygian Caldera, a large nebula that made hyperspace travel very difficult to navigate, the Sith had become a rich but isolated civilization, concealed from the larger galaxy around them. 2,000 years before Sato's birth, the Second Great Schism had occurred. It was a divisive split amongst the ranks of the Jedi Order, which led to war between the Jedi and those of their order who had fallen to the Dark Side of the Force. The war resulted in the Darksiders' defeat. After they fled the Jedi, they discovered the home world of the Sith, the Dark Jedi conquered and interbred with the Sith species becoming Sith Lords and establishing their own Sith Empire. Sato, as a result, was a half-breed, part Sith pureblood, and a master of alchemy. He preached a philosophy of expansion, at a period where the Sith Empire, though powerful, was facing economic and technological stagnation due to its isolation from the rest of the galaxy. However, the actions of the Jedi and the Republic during the Second Great Schism still hung over the Sith society. The Sith always feared the Republic's return, believing it would mean the end of them all. So, from birth on, Nagasato was trained to fight this threat, should they ever return. His mentor and teacher was the Sith Lord, Simis, who Sato saw as a guiding figure throughout his life, even after Simis became a head in a jar. Simis once tried to fight Marka Ragnos for the title of Dark Lord. He lost by being beheaded, but refused to die. Using the dark side, he kept himself alive as just a severed head in a crystalline container for the rest of his days. But he was made part of the Sith Council, where he was highly respected and valued for his wisdom. Sato would eventually rise in power and status, joining the Sith Council himself. As the waning years of Marka Ragnos' century-long rule, Sato, like his mentor Simis before him, began to want to covet the title of Dark Lord of the Sith for himself. Frustrated by the Sith stagnation and isolationist attitudes, Sato believed change was necessary, that the Empire had to expand. So, when Marka Ragnos finally died, Sato saw a chance for him to implement that change if he could become the new Dark Lord. But another Sith, Ludo Kresh, also made claim to the title. So, in Sith tradition, Sato and Kresh had to duel each other to the death. Facing off on the threshold of Marka Ragnos' tomb, they fought each other with force-imbued blades. However, neither one of them would get a chance to victory as suddenly the spirit of Marka Ragnos appeared before them, warning the two Siths and the onlookers that the golden age of the Sith was nearing its end and they would have to fight the correct battles or else be destroyed. Sado and Kresh 
Both didn't have much time to ponder what the dead Sith Lord's message meant when they suddenly saw the unexpected sight of a Republic starship appear. On board were a pair of siblings, Gav and Jory Darrigan, trailblazers, charting hyperspace routes and claiming to have come to set up trade relations between the Sith Empire and the Republic. Kresh wanted the intruders executed immediately, but Nagasato saw an opportunity in the Explorer's presence and saved them from his rival by having the two imprisoned on Zyost. Sato believed that a war with the Republic could be the unifying event the Sith Empire needed to put a stop to its ever-increasing split and growing political weaknesses. He pleaded with the Sith Council to keep the Republic visitors alive, as their knowledge of the rest of the galaxy could lead to greater Sith domination and control. His pleads were ignored. The Council ordered them to be put to death. But Sato's ambitions would not be stopped. He led a team to raid the prison with a small strike team, freeing the Darragons and using one of their Republic blasters to kill his mentor and teacher, and possibly the only person he respected in the galaxy, Simus. He purposefully left the weapon behind at the scene. He placed the Republic pair at his secret stronghold on the icy moon of Kar Shian, then returned to Zyos to see if his strike had resulted in the reaction he wanted. It had. The Sith Council concluded from finding the Republic blaster that the Republic was behind the assassination, pretending shock and outrage at Seamus's death or Simus, however you guys want to pronounce it really, Sato demanded the Sith strike back. Several council members supported Sato in his call for vengeance, but others didn't. The side that supported Sato and the one who stood with Kresh had to come to a head. The victor would be the new Dark Lord. Sensing Gav Darragon was force sensitive, he had once been a low-level Jedi initiate. Sato realized he had found someone with a strong, though untrained connection with the Force. So seeing potential in him, Sato decided to train him as an apprentice and teach him Sith magic. But Ludo Kresh attacked Sato's citadel on the planet Kar Delba. Although completely unconcerned with Kresh's attack, his true stronghold was a secret base on the planet's icy moon. Sato fiend panic. He ushered Jory Darragon to her Republic starship, outfitted with a tracking device, claiming he was protecting her from all the horrors Kresh would do if he got his hands on her. In reality, he simply wanted her to escape and lead, while her brother would stay at his side as his Sith apprentice. Once she had made the jump to hyperspace, Sato called in his fleet, which had been hiding on the dark side of the planet's moon. The fleet's arrival took Kresh by surprise and forced him into retreat. Thus, having defeated Kresh, Nagasato became the new undisputed Dark Lord of the Sith. With his ultimate rival seemingly out of the picture, the new Dark Lord united the other Sith Lords under him and began building a massive armada to invade the Republic. He placed his Sith apprentice, Gav, who had no command experience, in charge of one of his flagships. Despite objections from his apprentice about leaving Sith space undefended, Sato launched a destructive surprise attack on the Republic. The strategy was a many-pronged assault at conquering the key Koros system, while simultaneously another part of his fleet would seize the Republic capital planet, Coruscant. Sato, unlike what Darth Vader would have done, didn't fight on the front lines. Instead, the Dark Lord isolated himself within a Sith meditation sphere, using his powers to augment his forces with illusionary beasts and ships, making his fleet appear to be tens of thousands of ships more powerful. Initially, Sadow's strategy was incredibly successful, so much so that the Republic was on the cusp of defeat, but then events turned against the Dark Lord of the Sith. His apprentice, Gav Darragon, shamed by his sister Jory for the death and destruction he had helped to bring to the Republic he once belonged to, Gav turned against the dark side and attacked Sadow in his meditation sphere, causing his concentration to break and illusions to scatter and disappear across the galaxy. Having no choice but to return to Sith space, 
Shadow used Sith magic to trigger a supernova, which covered his retreat, but also killed his apprentice. Though Gav was able to inform his sister and her allies that Sadow had left Sith space undefended before his death. Returning home to lick his wounds and plan for a second round, Sadow was met with an unexpected and unwelcome surprise waiting for him, Ludo Kresh, who had proclaimed himself the Dark Lord of the Sith in Sadow's absence. He was waiting to greet Nagasato with his own army, engaging in battle. Kresh nearly overwhelmed Sadow's forces, but one of Sadow's pilots made a suicide run on Kresh's flagship, killing Sadow's great rival and breaking the will of his forces. But just as he had his victory, the pursuing Republic forces showed up and attacked. With no way to win, Sadow and his damaged warship made a daring run and flew between the binary stars of the Denari Nova. While the Republic forces chasing close behind him, using his knowledge of Sith magics again, the Dark Lord manipulated the solar flares of the stars into destroying the Republic ships following him and covering his retreat, but the stresses placed on the stars caused the entire system to be destroyed. Though the Republic didn't believe that Sadow had been destroyed, he had in fact been able to make his escape to the uncharted Yavin system and made a home with his remaining Masasi, a subspecies of the ancient pure-blood Sith race, forces of the uninhabited moon of Yavin 4. Raising huge massive temples, the ones used by the Rebel Alliance during A New Hope many millennia later, Sadow would spend decades practicing his alchemy alone, learning to assert his will on the natural order of the universe. He set his sight on creating a race of warriors powerful enough to protect what remained of his legacy. So, he experimented on his Masasi slaves, mutating them into powerful, violent, and hateful beings. He also turned a space slug that had attached itself to his ship into a giant monster that could swallow a Jedi in one bite, the colossal Sith Worm, which for centuries lived deep under Sadow's temples. However, Sadow soon faced a revolt, a tribe of Masasi who had managed to escape his horrifying experiments, resented his terrible rule and attacked his temples fighting through his twisted mutations and defenses, until confronting the Dark Lord face to face. Sadow commended them on their bravery, then unleashed hundreds of his mutated mindless Masasi on them. He took them captive and subjected them to the very same experiments. After further decades diving deeper and deeper into Sith alchemy, Sadow decided to place himself into suspended animation, vowing not to re-emerge until a new apprentice had risen, to take the Sith back into a new golden age, about 600 years later, that day came, when he was awoken by a fallen Jedi named Freedon Nad, and I will be covering him in full in another video. Believing Nad to be the apprentice he was looking for, Sadow taught him his Sith secrets, which Nad would then use later to turn on Sadow and kill the Dark Lord. Though long dead, Nagasato's legacy would live on. His attack on the Republic and daring escape would inspire subsequent generations of Sith, including the future Dark Lord of the Sith, Exar Kun, and even later, Darth Sidious, who found an ancient holocron containing records of Sadao's Sith alchemy secrets, a knowledge which Sidious would guard with his life. Thanks everyone for watching this long video on some Star Wars Ancient Legends lore. Uh, if you enjoyed this type of video, I got tons of other characters I'd like to cover in full. The videos are a little bit long, but they are very detailed and they give you pretty much everything you need to know about these lore, ancient legends characters that are really cool and they're from the Old Republic or even before that. So uh, let me know if you enjoy these, hit like on this video if you did enjoy it, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Oh,